Yahweh wakes me up. And um, yeah, I just want to share, first of all, the awesome, awesome dream. Now, a dream is not a dream. If I'm a son and I'm filled with glory, my dreams are gateways into other realms. Okay? They're gateways into other realms. And we were in a building, and I want to believe that's our building, our new building. We were in a building together, all of us. And we were about to start worshipping. And as, But before we started worshipping, we were getting ready to worship. There's a sound that wasn't physical. It was a frequency sound. It came from heaven. And I heard the sound, but I heard it with my spirit ear. And it started impacting us. And then I looked back and there was a lady. She grabbed a mic. She was about to start. <laughs> it was so funny. Because the sound was obviously traveling and like, but it was not a natural sound. That's why I can't explain it. And um, then by the time that wave hit her, <laughs> She was trying to pick up the mic and she went slow motion. <laughs> and I ran to her. I said, What's busy happening? I said, okay. You know, I can hear, I can hear it. It was so amazing. It wasn't a natural sound. Sure. Thank you. So awesome, man. Okay. Yeah, we're in for great things. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm so that dream just excited me about new breed. Awesome. Okay. Um, so, I think this is awesome. We'll put it on the group. So, don't worry about taking a photo. We'll put it on the group. Um, so, he always said to me, he said, you know, in this day, there's a lot of different gospels being preached. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. A lot. Thank you, sweetie. A lot of different gospels being preached. All right. But, okay, so what's the word called tonight? Passover. Yahweh gives interesting, interesting, he says interesting things. He said to me, Passover, your overpass. Your overpass to incorruption. And I had to go look. I sort of had an idea what an overpass is, but I had to go look, you know, because he's very intelligent. You know, he should talk on my level. <laughs> he should talk on my level. Okay. <laughs> Pass over your overpass. So there's another road. You see? There's another road, but pass over is your overpass. To incorruption. Awesome. All right, so that we can just take and say amen. But Paul said there's one gospel. Okay, but now we know today there are many different gospels. Okay, but he said there's one gospel that is power. 
Which gospel is that? It's the gospel. Paul said, it's the gospel of Christ. Yes, amen. Okay. So I'll sit and then I'll stand. So it's the gospel of Christ. Yes. I'm going somewhere. He says, when this gospel is preached, when this gospel is preached, a power is released. A power is released over the hearts of men. And then they believe. That's the real gospel. That's the real gospel. There's no convincing. There's no arguing about it. He says when the gospel of Christ is believed, it releases a power over men's hearts and they believe. Now, we call this salvation. Just when someone believes, when the gospel of Christ is preached, it's salvation. Okay. Whenever there's a word, this is so powerful. In Hebrew. The word if there's the word, if there's a word salvation in Hebrew, <laughs> it literally says right? But Paul said there's one gospel and it's the gospel of Christ that is power. And when this gospel is preached, it releases a power over men's hearts to believe. Amen. In Hebrew, when you find the word salvation, whenever there is the word salvation in Hebrew, it literally says Yeshua. Man, I can, I just thought, ah, oh, I can just meditate that all the time. You see, the gospel, there's many gospels, and they've taken Yeshua out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. But Paul says, it's only the gospel of Christ, which is power. And he says, it's power unto salvation. So if you want to preach a kind of salvation, but it's actually speaking about Yeshua. Yes. So New Age and all of that, they come with all sorts of nonsense, but... 
Salvation is Yeshua. If your gospel doesn't lead to Yeshua, it's a, another gospel. Because his name is Yeshua. And in Hebrew, the word salvation is literally Yeshua. Okay. Romans 1 verse 16. He says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. He specifically says, because they had other gospels. It was called the law, the synagogue. But he says the gospel of Christ. It, he doesn't say, now yes, the thing. He doesn't say the gospel of Christ has power, has the power. He says the gospel of Christ is the power of God. Now, it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. So who are we introducing to them? We're introducing Yeshua to them. No other path, not this nonsense, all paths lead to heaven. What's that? No. No. There's one straight and narrow. Yes. All this is the combination. Exactly. So now let's go deeper. And this is this is why I said to you in the in the time of ascension, I am serious. I am serious about wanting everything that Yahweh and Yeshua have prepared for us. Amen. That they finished for us. Yes. Okay. Now we know that a lot of the New Testament is written in Greek. I want to tell you the Greek, is, the Greek language is also quite powerful. It also has a picture and a number and a numerical value and all of that. Okay, but I haven't gone into that. But now here's the thing. Um, that scripture now that speaks about the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation. The word salvation is written in Greek and it is written like this. Soteria. Greek word For salvation. Okay. Now here's the awesome thing. The Greek word. So that, that's Greek. It was written in the Greek language. That scripture. So the awesome thing is. The same word. In Greek. That is used for salvation. The same word. Is used for healing. Okay, so now you know. I knew more than you knew tonight. That's why I was like saying, hey. That's why I went and put the mantle on you. For healing. Because I know tonight, 
It's the same word, okay. So, it is, imagine what is in that word. Hmm? Seven. The word seven. We know seven. The number seven. You know what number seven stands for? Completion. In Hebrew, the word seven is written with the exact same letters as complete. So I thought, yes, yes, God says, what I started, what I initiated, I will complete. What did he initiate? What is he going to complete? What has been completed? We are talking tonight. Pass over your overpass to indestruction. Hmm? I, I don't want this to just be another word. I want this to be like, hey, awaken tonight. Okay. So I just, I was just like thinking about it. I heard this word, the trumpet. So God says, what I start, I complete. He says, I do it by lifting up a trumpet. So something big is about to happen. Whenever a trumpet was blown, and he said to me, tonight I'm blowing a trumpet. Blow the trumpet in Zion! So I hope it makes sense because he talks to me mysteries because I love it. So he said, something big is about, something big happens after that angel blows the trumpet. And by the way, when it speaks about I made my angels ministering spirits. He speaks about you and me in the same verse. And my ministers, flames of fire. Amen. Have you gone and read it? Amen. Go read it. Huh? Yeah. And I thought, <clears throat> okay, maybe someone won't agree. And I thought, yeah, Yahweh, this is the last trumpet. And it's going to end with this trumpet. The trumpet announces the completion or fulfillment of something. The Bible says the lost enemy. This is the trumpet I'm going to. The lost enemy to be conquered by humanity yes. is death. Amen. Amen. Come to Zion so you can be God's trumpet. Shofar. What, what else does the shofar do? It's carrying the, the sound. It's carrying revelation. That's why I heard what I heard in the rounds last night. That sound carries revelation. It's not words, even words. It's the sound. It's a sound that carries revelation. Okay. How 
I went to the book of Thomas is amazing. But I came, I came across again the book of Thomas. And the first two verses, Yahweh said, that is for your word tonight. I'll read it to you. And he said, whoever finds the interpretation of these sayings, the revelation, the revelation. So what is the sound that you hear? Well, it's, you can hear either, you can hear English words, or you can hear revelation. Whoever finds the interpretation of these saints will not experience death. It's in the book of Thomas. Jesus said, let him who seeks continue running, running, running. Whoever Sorry, let him who seeks continue seeking until he finds. When he finds, he will become astonished. And he will rule over all. Okay. Now... Let's think about salvation. So salvation is preached and preached. But not enough with this revelation. It's like salvation is preached as as like it's something you get. But if the true message of salvation is preached, you are preaching Yeshua. And I realized, my goodness, we are preaching the message of salvation every meeting. Because we are revealing Christ. We are revealing Christ. There is no other message. Yes. <laughs> so, I thought about creation. Creation cannot be set free. It doesn't say creation is going to be set free by preaching salvation. Yeah. <laughs> Let me shock you. It says creation will be set free. By the revealing, by the revealing of the sons. And when does the revealing of the sons happen? Only, only after the Christ is revealed. (laughs) So God wants your... Okay, let's just talk about God's intentions, his thoughts, and his mind. Because we've been thinking in one dimension throughout the church age. Oh, God is just, man, he's just so pleased when when I'm saved. That's all we can, you know, that's all we were introduced to. But God wants your spirit saved 
He wants your soul saved and he wants your body redeemed. If you can prove out of scripture anything else to me, but come with the word. Okay. Yes. All right. Here I happened upon high English. <laughs> I happened upon, which is so amazing because it's Yahweh. He's, he's, you know, he's saying, listen, this is my sermon. <laughs> you must put this in. <laughs> okay. Ignatius of Ephesians. It's a, it's, it's, it's a lost book of the Bible. Okay. For this cause did the Lord suffer the ointment to be poured on his head. That he might breathe the breath of immortality unto his church. It's in the breath. I'm telling you, it's in the breath. Thank God for people that is raising up that awaken to that. It's in the breath. Hmm? So I went and looked at this verse, Romans 3 verse 27, to those who by patience in well-doing seek, what do we seek? For glory and honor and immortality. He's saying, this is what you should desire, that's why he says seek. You see, we get this idea, oh, I've got to run off to look for it. Now he says, if you desire it, you can give birth to it. Because, and we'll talk now about the heart. So if you talk of, this is to me, I, I, I thought, yeah, this is the three aspects that we need to look at tonight. If you talk of, of the glory, it has to lead you to the revelation of eternal life. Exactly. He says that because he's building you up. He says, okay, desire glory and honor because it is the opening revelation of immortality. If you seek for honor, it has to lead to the revelation of eternal life. And the same with immortality. Here we go. Man is crowned with glory and with honor. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Uh, you wear many crowns. There's the crown of righteousness, which is the crown of life. Uh, no, 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 no. You don't know what I'm saying. Okay. Because there's a scripture that says, in 
a pathway. Yes. But now here's the thing. Because if we if we are straight with one another, then we we can if our eyes are open now and we understand, God says spirit of understanding, then we can get revelation. Righteousness is not an automatic deliverance. From death. This has to come into Righteousness is not an automatic deliverance from death. I'm talking about your body. Yeah. Come on, be honest with me. Hello? Are you still getting sick? Are you still getting sick? Are you still getting sick? Hello? Yeah. Is that a hard one to chew? <laughs> but you see, if we take away the illusion, yeah. we can get to the truth. Okay. He says, no, 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 that scripture says specifically. See, as he's speaking, I'm putting the now. That scripture says, in the way, in the path of righteousness. So it's a walk. Hello, it's a walk. Thank you, Sheila. Perfectly. In the way of righteousness. And he says, I mean, what better incentive? <laughs> you little children, you need an incentive. <laughs> In the pathway of righteousness, there is life. And no death. It's a reward. Thank you. Gain ground. It's gaining ground. Okay. Here's the other side to it. I was thinking about the scripture says, okay, so now I burst the bubble. Righteousness is not automatic deliverance. Listen to what the scripture says. Through knowledge shall the righteous be delivered. Through knowledge. It always was one of my favorite scriptures. Through the knowledge, the knowledge of what? The knowledge of the Bible says the knowledge of the Son of God. Because when He is revealed to you, then he reveals you to creation as a son. Hmm? Isaiah 11 verse 2. It's the spirit. Now here's the thing. 
He says knowledge is a spirit. It's the spirit of knowledge, one of the seven spirits. The spirit of knowledge, this is so interesting, is the sixth spirit. Aha! Six, the number of men! The Bav! Thank you. How did you know I was going to bring that in? (laughs) (laughs) So, the sixth spirit is the spirit of knowledge. The number of man, the son of man. And this is what's so exciting. Within the spirit of knowledge, there are three other spirits operating. If we if you want to go into the spirit of knowledge. There are three other spirits operating within the spirit of knowledge. Listen, spirit of understanding, wisdom, and revelation. Three spirits functioning in the spirit of knowledge. So, righteousness does not guarantee deliverance in your body, but righteousness qualifies anyone. So, the the knowledge of of Christ actually needs to become your stronghold in your mind. What is it that controls your actions? What controls your actions? You are what you think. You are what you know. You are what you know. We are controlled by what we know. Right. My people are perished for lack of knowledge. And knowledge only comes by revelation of the Christ. That's the message of salvation. Not who, if you die tonight, do you want to know who Christ is? Yes, his name is Jesus. But he, but there was many people called Jesus. Mm-hmm. You see? Here's the thing. When he said, thank you, Yahweh, when he said, we, you do not regard me after the spirit, after the flesh, but regard me after the spirit. In the flesh, there were many with the name of Jesus. But now you know me after the spirit of Christ. Okay. If he says, because it takes the knowledge of God to do, to be empowered to do the works of God. 
So we are, we are a threefold being, okay? We don't even have to talk about it. The, your body, soul, and spirit. The cross and resurrection of Yeshua imparted eternity into your heart. That's what the cross and resurrection did. It when he was raised from the dead, you went, hey! <laughs> and now the Bible says eternity is written on your heart. Awesome. Because you know why I was thinking today? That's why we go into heaven. So that the books can be opened. So that your scroll can be opened. So that you can know what's written on your scroll. And yes, and this is what he said to me, he said, yes, what is written on your scroll, it's actually what is written on your heart. Yeah. How many are you going to say that? You see? Yes. Because, he said, because with the Passover, the blood on the doorpost, but now, your heart is the doorpost. Now where's the blood? Come on. Yeah, so when God's, this is so amazing, when God created this creation, when he said, let us make man in our image. You know what? He placed it in a body. He placed it in a body. That's why he said, since our scroll is written in our hearts, that's why he said, um, be careful what you, the issues of your the heart. Issues of, the issues of God, your heart. Yes. Because, you, yeah, we'll come to that. God, your heart. Okay, we'll come to that. Thank you for saying. Just remember, this is who? I mean, think about who you really are. Oh, yes. And only man, only man can be inhabited by God. Of all the creatures he made, only man can be inhabited by God. Yeah, that's special. Yes, we we are the fourth man yeah. in that close fellowship. Mm. Now he says, now you understand that scripture that says study. Do you study a book? <laughs> And we, and we go to colleges and we've set up theological universities and study to show yourself approved. He didn't say study the book. He said study. This is the knowledge you study. <laughs> the knowledge of the Son of God. 
is why it says the knowledge of the truth will set you free. The knowledge of who? The knowledge of who? You see, everything we've preached has been like on the outside of Yeshua. It's something I can't study how to. No, no. That revelation, that wisdom, everything is unlocked when I study the knowledge of the Son of God. It's the river of revelation that bursts on the inside of you. It's, it's like you said previously, it's a knowing. It's a knowing. We've gone from faith to knowing. Because Fully faith, you don't see it yet. <laughs> exactly. Mm. It's, it's fully convinced, fully knowing. Thank you. Fully mm. confident. Yeah. Exactly. Fully assured. Mm -hmm. It's a sure Full assurance. That's why the Bible says now is time to make your calling and election sure. Yes. Speaking about your heart. Yes. Who do you know? Who do you serve? Who is he to you? Yeah. What's another word? It's intimacy for knowledge. To know intimacy. Mm -hmm. I was going to touch on it. Well done, Matthew. Intimacy. Ascend. Go into the realms. Absorb the frequencies of his fire, the frequencies of his glory. So if, if, uh, um, if I study Yeshua, the knowledge, the mystery then begins to be unfolded within me yes. Yes. and now the spirit that rose the body of Jesus from the dead and now is the Christ now it begins to be activated yes. within my physical body I mean, we all came in here like pretty beat up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way to say it. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I thought to myself, I can't wait to get there tonight. I know I'm going to be revived. I know I'm going to be regenerated. I just know it. Hmm? Sure. It's like a resurrection. At least, thank you, Matthew. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. Above. 
What is the vowel? It's the vowel is in the alef, remember? Yeah. Yod, vav, another yod. So it's so awesome. When I preached on you're born from the from that light, and when Jesus was born, it was the light of the first day that was being revealed in the earth. So the Vav came to create to connect you back to that light. And now he says that light, if you can get this now, that light, when it enters you, is the quickening power. <laughs> that light, John 1, is the light of man. Yeah. This life is that light. Exactly. This immortal life we talk about is that light. Amen. Because that light, there was no recognition of sin. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Hmm? So that means there's no recognition of death. No, they, 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 yeah. well, that is the thing. No recognition of this. Hmm? So talking about the heart, this is what Yahweh said to me this morning. Man, it was because he, you know, he's not coming to you now like in, in 1720. <laughs> Thee, I tell you, thee shall understand that thou. He's not talking to me like that. Thou shall. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. He comes to me, doesn't speak to me in King James language. He came to me and he said, Sharon. What is, when I speak of this crown that you carry, what is it? And he said it in the language that we can understand today. It was so awesome. He said, a crown is consciousness. I said, yeah, of course. He got Wow. into a higher consciousness. And I thought, oh my word, yay! I can understand that. Hmm? This is why your imagination needs to be caught up. Your imagination needs to be caught up with what's going on in the heavenlies. Let me tell you something. Something can really happen that is like not good. And what begins to happen to your thought life, your imagination? Now you get caught up with. Yeah, it starts to align to that thing. Yeah, that's immediately when you need to cut it. Sure. Yeah. And get caught up. Yeah. It's like an image forms a nation, imagination. Yes. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah.
because the mind is the mirror. Oh, the mind and the heart. Yeah, it's the mirror. Okay. Um. So the so the mind needs to become like a sponge of of Yeshua. And yes. Yes. He says in Psalm one. Speaking of you and me, he's speaking of you and me. He's not speaking about a tree. He's speaking in picture language, but it's you and me. So, listen to this. When a tree is planted by the river, what is a tree? A tree is a mindset. A tree is a mindset. A seed is a thought. Ah, that's that's awesome. A seed is a thought. So if I am bearing the uncontaminated seed of Christ, the river can water this seed revelations that I get, it can water it, and that can become the source of my life. And in the same way, the seed of a wrong thought grows a harvest. Remember, the thoughts of uh, um, God are in the soul of man. A sower went out and he sowed. A sower went out and he sowed. He's speaking about your heart and your thought life. Mm -hmm. It's your heart and your thought life. A sower went out to sow. It's a thought. Because we know now that amazing revelation Ian Clayton had of your heart is Eden with the four chambers, right? Your heart is a garden. That's why one of the four faces we engage is the gardener. One of the four faces of Jesus is the gardener. <laughs> so your heart is a garden where you can plant seeds and grow trees. It's growing the intentions, purposes, plans of God. That's where you have intimacy. Matthew mentioned intimacy. It's in the garden of your heart where you have intimacy. I want to close with this scripture. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection to now what on him what does that mean you know we were co-crucified co-resurrected i mean i believe the resurrection was the answer to that scripture in psalm that says god heard the groaning of man to be free 
from death. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above. It's the Passion Translation. For that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power. What is the gospel? It is the power of God. Unto what happened to Yeshua is happening to me. Feast on all, oh yes, where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. Your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now your true life is hidden away in God in Christ. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, hallelujah, they did not see who he really is when he was Jesus in the flesh. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, he went 40 days. The 40 days that the enemy tempted him and stole of his life, 40 days. 40 days he walked and he showed himself alive. Yes. Wow. God gave him back those 40 days. Your true life is in the way in God and Christ. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed. For you are now one with him in his glory. Colossians 3 verse 1 to 4. Amen. Amen.